Testing, testing, testing. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving that there. Okay, the testing, testing, testing. We do it at the beginning of every podcast and I delete it, but Corey has a mouthful of drop cookie <laughs> from my grandmother and that is how she wanted to start this. So we are leaving it. Okay, Corey, it is the season three, episode six of the Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing. Welcome, everyone. We are going to get in, get down, and get dirty with this one because I got a kid to pick up. <laughs> we're Whoa. running out of time. I don't think any of us are ready. <laughs> still off. Welcome to Baking It Down with Sugar Cookie Marketing. So what is Sugar is Cookie Marketing? Why it is a group s- on look, Facebook. Look <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> She's like, well, it's my time to leave. Huge. Sugar Cookie Marketing is a group on Facebook filled with 30,000 business-minded bakers who are looking to grow their business in 2022. You have made it to the Baking Down podcast, (laughs) and I apologize. Um, but it's not wait, like you haven't picked him up from school for twelve years. He requested that in aftercare uh, that I request uh, that I pick him up between three and four. <laughs> it's greatest four. <laughs> he said he likes to be in aftercare a little bit to play, but he doesn't like to be there too long because the kids start thinning out. <laughs> Could you imagine if we told our parents that our parents is, are like, "We'll be there when we get there. Don't ask, don't tell." <laughs> All right, what you're in for today, intro, marketing minutes. Um, I don't think the world is ready for your just fast track of a podcast. <laughs> I'm running off of cookies and Diet Coke. Uh, marketing minutes, then we head over to the business of baking. Uh, we cover the course because we got a course to cover. Uh, head over to voicemails, stop at group stuff, Twintress, and I do have one this week, sponsors, and mailbag. I haven't checked it since last week, um, so I'll just give you the address there. So... Heather's taking a picture of the cat. He's suffering. <laughs> He's bedded back down. <laughs> okay, so with the marketing. <laughs> okay, guys. I am <laughs> uh, With the marketing minutes, we wanted to. Oh, I'm doing both of these. <laughs> That's Corey, Corey. <laughs> with the marketing minutes, what I wanted to touch on today. Um, is a lot of people wonder when is the best time to post to Facebook? And that's a fantastic question, especially as marketers. Um, so let's talk about the theory of why you'd even care. Because <laughs> when I'm trying to make that money, <laughs> how else are we going to tell people on our service? <laughs> you should okay. post at the most impossible time. Okay. You should hire us. <laughs> Backtrack. Backtrack. If you've been in the group for any length of time, you know that we suggest having a business Facebook page. That is technically what Facebook wants. They don't want you to make a personal profile and stick Corey's cookies. First name Corey's. Last (laughs) Last name cookies. cookies. (laughs) With a Z. (laughs) And they don't want Corey's cookies to start sending friend requests to people around Northern Virginia because it's weird. Unless you do it that way. It's not necessarily weird. To save me from that one. It's not weird, but it's just not what the platform has any longer intended. In the beginning, back when I was on Facebook in 2007, uh, there was no such thing as business pages. So you would create a profile for yourself and you create a profile for your business and Facebook was um, fine with that. That was probably more like eight, nine, ten years ago. When I first got on there, they used to have like the, you could send each other banners and it would just keep scrolling and scrolling and it would be yes. so long and they were like funny. Memes. You could also poke people a lot. So like it was like the, the international sign of, hey, flirting. <laughs> so then as Facebook started uh, monetizing its platform as an ads platform, they needed to 
take away business personal profiles because there's no way. Did you know you used to be able to run a boosted post as a personal profile? I do remember uh-huh, that. Yeah, it was back, back in the day. So Facebook took the ability for they, – they didn't take away the, the ability. They gave businesses the platform of having business pages. And so they've like, given them a lot of features that a personal profile doesn't have access right. to. So like the Wawa sending a friend request in the middle of the night. Not not acceptable. Okay. <laughs> I would love to be friends with the Wawa. So what they did is gave business pages a lot more access to things like insights, the ability to run ads, um, scheduling, scheduling, so things like that. And um, you could link to your website. You know, it made it really, really fancy to switch over to a Facebook it business page, it, which is the way to get people to switch over to a new platform. So a lot of people have switched over. So now when you see Corey's Cookie send you a friend request at two in the morning, you're probably like, probably not today, Accepted. Corey's Cookies. <laughs> Wawa and Corey's Cookies come together. <laughs> so we always suggest to have a Facebook business page. Um, so business Here's pages. what I know people are going to say, but I get more reach with my personal business profile, which again, that is against terms of service. So do whatever. Nobody cares, but it is not what Facebook intended. And you're using the algorithm in a way it wasn't intended. So just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind. If you wake up and everything's going, then going, they caught on. They caught on. And now it's going. <laughs> okay. So. Okay, so. <laughs> We're deep diving, man. <laughs> we're going our time. Okay, so now, um, so some people are like, well, I have a group and a Facebook page. That's for a different podcast, and I think we've touched on it before. But when should you post to a business Facebook page? That is what is on the docket to discuss okay. today. So why, why would we want to? Let's answer that question. The reason why you'd want to post when your audience is most active is because that's the reason. They're online. So you know that when you make a post first, it's kind of floated around into news feeds and Facebook's checking on the performance of it. So let's say I make a post and right off the bat, I start getting likes. Facebook says, hey, this is keeping our users on our platform. Let's shop this around to more users. That's the algorithm, right? So high quality content posted when the most people are online gets the algorithm working for you. It gives you the best opportunity. If you make a horrendous post and it's like, buy my stuff and there's no picture and no call to action... They'll probably shop it around to the first part of the audience, and then it will die. <laughs> I'm going to post it in the group right now. Just right by my stuff. Okay, but happens. that's going to do well because people think I don't know. We don't know. You said it was going to be I bad. said on a business this phase of test. <laughs> Bye. My. Stuff. Okay, so Heather is testing it in a way that I did not say it should be tested. <laughs> and people now will shop wait. because she thinks she's weird. <laughs> okay, so. Okay, so. <laughs> You just you're you're speeding down the Fairfax County Speed Parkway, and you don't realize there's a cop on the other end, buddy. <laughs> a lot of people get into Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. Join it if you haven't. Wow, well, actually, I haven't let anyone in in a couple of days. <laughs> there's a wait list, and they say, "When should I post to my Facebook page?" And then someone will always say, "10 a.m." Without skipping a beat. You know, that's the default time. When Facebook doesn't know your metrics, it will default to 10 a.m. And the planner app. Oh, so people are probably just like, yeah, yeah they told me 10 a.m. So here's the thing. Your audience and the people who make up your audience are going to determine Post the best time. Yeah, what are they doing? Okay. I'm laughing emojis. <laughs> Don't that comment that Link says, it to the cookie cutter. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I think they think you mistyped. <laughs> it looks like I've been hacked, really. <laughs> yeah. 
your audience is going to determine when is the best time for you to post. My audience for the Crumb Cookies, which is my business page, I'm going to change it to Corey's Cookies. No? <laughs> I like it with a Z. Um, my audience is made up of the working mother. So they're dropping their kid off at school and then they're heading straight to their cubicle at work. That is who nine times out of 10 is ordering cookies from me. So what I have to do is get into the mind of my target audience. If I know that their whole morning is shot because they're getting kids lunch boxes together, getting kids in the car, getting them to the drop-off line, I'm going to say that the better time for me to post is after 9 a.m. when the workday has started. They're getting into the office and they're getting ready to waste some time on TikTok, just mm-hmm. like me. Amen, amen. Um, so it's getting into the mind of your audience versus just asking people generically when is the best time to post. Since I have a working audience, you know um, – a lot of times they'll have to sit in traffic a little bit right here in Northern Virginia because I can't ship out. This is where my target audience is. We're all sitting in the same amount of traffic in the afternoons and traffic doesn't let up till 630 or 7. Um, that's when people are getting home. But then I have to remember, hey, are they, you know, are they putting dinner on? You know, when is that time that they can actually sit in front of their phone and endlessly scroll? And that's usually around 8 p.m. And that is my audience. That is who I cater to. That is who buys for me. But you don't have to actually uh, shoot in the dark. I did walk the cookie college through it. Facebook tells you when your audience, which day and time, they're most active. Now, when you have a little bit of a more petite page like us in our bakeries, Mm -hmm. um, you're going to get very close in numbers as far as the hours. But I usually see an average for us around 6 p.m. Pacific Standard, which is 6, 7, 8, 9 p.m. Eastern. And that's when I finally get done for the day and I have my little bowl of chicken and rice that Nate makes me and I can finally sit and just scroll and see what's going on after the busy day has ended. Right. So you would say, okay, if Corey's going to be most likely to be online at 9 p.m. on a weekday, then I'm not probably going to post at 9 a.m. on a weekday. That is the opposite. Is it the end of the world? Absolutely not. No. But if we're going to try to give ourselves a leg up, might as well take all the legs up possible. Yeah, because if you remember what Heather said, when you post to your Facebook page, it's not like say if I have a thousand Facebook page likes and follows. So a thousand people have liked me. Facebook doesn't show a thousand people my post as soon as I do it. It's rumored that it's around two percent. So what is that of a thousand? Give me a little 20. 20. 20 people. That's nothing. But 20 people are deciding the fate of my post. Right. So the first, to explain what Corey's saying, if the first 20 engage a lot, they're going to shop it to another 20. Yeah. And then another 40. And then another 60. Yeah. Then that's when you start seeing virility, which is a viral post, is when it does really well. Virality or virility? Okay. Is it virality? Let's take a quick moment for Corey to find her place. (laughs) Back over at that computer. (laughs) Don't get off my back. (laughs) (laughs) Virility. I'm going to use it today when I get home. Are you really virility doing this right now? (laughs) Go to your room. What virility did you just say to me? Go to your room. (laughs) Um, So that's what's happening with a viral post. It's not – No. There's content that should go viral that doesn't. Absolutely. And it's because – you see it on TikTok all the time. Like, this post should have done great. And Mm -hmm. it it failed miserably. Uh, when a post is shopped to the first 20 people and it falls flat on its face, they're like, this is driving people from our platform, especially on negative reactions like hiding post 
um, things that are may, maybe aren't as vocal, like not necessarily angry reactions, because that, angry that honestly is keeping people on the platform. It's like negative feedback is what it's specifically called. Or scrolling on by really fast. If you don't catch, if your image doesn't catch my eye and I scroll back, that is a. I think it's not called haptic feedback, but it's a feedback vertical yeah. that they're reporting saying, hey, this isn't slowing people's feeds. And Facebook is tracking literally everything that someone does with the post. They might not like our comment, but if they're expanding the copy, you know, um, on Facebook, the first That's three considered lines. An action. It is considered an action. And that is an engagement. Here's another million dollar word for you guys. Truncation. Tr- Heather, lo- Heather loves the word truncation. I honestly always think of an elephant when she says that. Truncation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that what an elephant sounds like? <laughs> Have you ever seen an elephant? <laughs> 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 what is an That's elephant a dying elephant. Like? <laughs> <laughs> People are driving their cars. <laughs> I would like to formally apologize to your Geico and State Farm agents <laughs> for the accident. If you have the elephant insurance, so right on grass. There's an elephant in the room and it happens to be in your car right now. <laughs> Okay, I hope Archer gets picked up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, just explain the truncation. Uh, now I can't think about it with that horrible sound, which I'm going to turn into an audio bit. Okay, what truncation is is when you say, "Hey guys, you'll never guess what happened." Dot dot dot, and then you can click the see more button. There was this funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> around Christmas time, there's this Other picture. Other I, I found it somewhere. It was genius. It's this picture of uh, Target uh, cookie, cookie cutters. cutters. Like the dollar ones that they have every right. year. Right. And it says like, hey, I was in this, you know, sales group, online shopping, and they found this uh, discount code. If you if you click here, you can get them for like a penny. And it's a glitch in the system. So just dot, 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 Seymour. But the Seymour button is just me typing it. It's not a link. It's I not truncation. So many people are like, click, like, It's not working. It's not. Someone said I almost poked, I think, a hole through my phone <laughs> trying to expand the Seymour button. But what it does, and that's that form of engagement baiting, that funny one. Um, that one's fake. But truncation in the news feed as you're scrolling, if someone clicks Seymour to see the rest of your copy, you know, yeah. and copy is just a techie word for the words that are included in your post. To sell something, yeah. So somebody says, let me see more. Let me read more. Facebook's like, hey, they're interested. Something about this post got them interested will it get the next guy interested and the next lady interested will it get these people interested to perform an action if you're performing an action you're perf- staying on the platform longer mm-hmm. so that's why you got to think that's when we talk about this algorithm is we're just trying to get the computer to let our post reach more people and the way we do that is by getting them to engage so i'm going to dive a little bit deeper here <gasps> put on your swimsuit <laughs> Where life jackets will be handed out momentarily <laughs> It, when a person likes a Facebook page, they're instantly subscribed to the page highlights. What is page highlights? It's the best performing post of the page for that day. Um, you can actually change the subscription to the page to be standard. At any given day, no one is going to see more than five posts from one page in one day. Um, but you would actually have to physically go in and change it to standard. And no one wants to do that because we're not on Facebook to be sold to. Um, we're on Facebook to stock our exes. Um, so <laughs> that's why you would have to kind of be in the mindset of your of your audience can you post too much to a page the answer is yes (laughs) you can create audience fatigue where you post so much that they're just scrolling past because they're like well i've already like four posts from them this week you know so that's why me and heather when we are working with people we only try to aim for 
post three times a week unless, you know, it's a funny meme or if there's a weather event coming or if they're pushing a specific event because you don't want to over inundate your audience where they're just scrolling past your content. Because we know that when you post, the first people that see it matter the most. Mm-hmm. When you so post, you can the first people matter it. the most. Um, you can kind of see it. What happens is when I first like a page. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Stradia skincare thing. Yeah, you know what happened? Kim Fink, she's in the she Couch in the group. She said, to. yeah, she done said all these other great things. Not only did I buy a bottle, which is sitting next to me. I got it today. Sarned it. I subscribed because of the discount code was, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, right. Yeah, Anyways. I'm going to be yellow tomorrow and have baby butt skin. <laughs> um, but that sad. What was it saying? Oh, yeah. When I first right. like the Stradia page. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do further investigation. Yeah. Weird. Whatever. You're reading stuff. Suddenly. Yeah, their last three posts made into my feed. When typically a lot of the pages that I like, I don't see their posts very often. Mm-hmm. So what Facebook is saying is like, hey, you showed interest into this right now. How interested are, are you? Will you, you engage mm-hmm. with these three posts? If Heather engages mm-hmm. – guaranteed more of those posts are going to show up in her feed. If she scrolls on by, she will see less he's of gonna, it. Yeah, he, there are pages he's gonna that stop I like that I've never seen a post from. But they're posting. They're posting. Because you haven't engaged, because maybe you had negative feedback or kept scrolling or hide from feed. Now Facebook's like, hey, this content to this user, to Corey, it's driving her off the platform. We're going to stop showing it to her. Mm-hmm. Which is why the algorithm is so dangerous. And why why people get so upset at, at the removal of chronological order. Yeah, because it's not fair anymore. Now it's the best rewarded content and does the best. But you know, Instagram has announced it's coming up with three feed options. And you can switch between top post chronological and then like a uh, super followers or something. And right now on Instagram, there's a, there's a little button you can click and you can see most interacted with and least shown in feed. And I can see people that I'm like, oh man, I forgot about this person, but their stuff has fallen out of my feed. So I Have can they go, stopped posting? I can go in there and I can start liking their stuff. And guess what? When I log into that next time, it's a different subset of people. So mm-hmm. I like keep bringing them back. Come back to me. Yeah. So now imagine that your Facebook. So which is why you hear us saying constantly, if somebody comments on your photo on your business page, yes, right back to them because you've gotten them to return back to the platform yet again. But listen, don't just say thank you. (laughs) Oh yeah, ask them a question. Be engaging. Create a conversation because we're we. It's so hard to get engagement on Facebook that you slap someone with a thanks, a THX, like my husband likes to say. perhaps we've, we've lost what the true meaning of engaging Christmas is. is. What? <laughs> the true meaning of Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and some <laughs> I went to Olive Garden today and we still had Christmas play. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> Run it back. <laughs> okay. So when I say, like, I had an engaging conversation with somebody, what do you picture that conversation to look like? Uh, we're sitting. There's no phones anywhere. We're sitting in Starbs. We're back and forth. I'm asking you. My, my latte is gone. Right? Go on. Tell me when? more. And then what happened after that? I'm looking at the bathroom because I've been there so long. I got to pee. Right. So then what happens when we say, be engaging on Facebook and you get a an Thanks. emoji? <laughs> an emoji. That's not engaging. Um, and I can tell you from an end user's perspective, because I am an end user out there, that when I take the time to be like, oh my goodness, your daughter looks so cute in that outfit. I hope she had a great first birthday. And I am hit with a heart emoji. I will never comment on her again. We want to be engaging. And I know some people are like, well, nobody writes me back. Who cares? Who cares? It's, you're, you're, you're throwing I that net out 10 times. I talk to herself. 
girl, I'm coming to my own stuff. And I'm coming right back. Like, uh, I'm running an ad for the cookie classes. And then Corey's like, can't wait. So as a class, I'm like, you better be there on time. You're teaching. I know. But I also cannot wait. And it's it just engaging. It is. Content. So when we say be engaging, think about it. Would I come back to read this response? No, mm-hmm. then it needs to be a more juicy response. So going way, way back to the beginning oh, yeah, sorry, of this thing. When you're asking, when should I post to my Facebook page, put yourself in the mind of your audience. Um, is your audience a college crowd? They're probably awake a at a college crowd. Oh. They're probably awake in later hours. Heather, probably one o'clock. You're a night owl. What? Are you a night owl? I've been changing my ways. Okay. Well, Heather used to be awake at one and two in the morning. And I, a working mom, go to bed. At nine, ten is pushing it. <laughs> you were awake last night when I did my Facebook live in the cookie college. I know. I, I said hello, but you didn't say anything back. I did. I get, okay, you must have no, just immediately I just wanted to tell you about your Facebook live mm-hmm. sometimes. You'll be talking, and I know you're, like, looking for the end button, but you'll be like, and guys, and then it will just cut you off. That's probably good. <laughs> but I never get the like sign off. Like, thanks so much for doing that. Okay, here's the weird thing about, and sorry guys, you can listen to this conversation that we should have had at lunch. When you click go live, you go live immediately. That's what nobody realizes because it looks like there's such a glitch yeah. on Facebook's end. But when you end, it it's must very end. different. <laughs> must Maybe end. I need a little runtime. Oh, you should have told me that. Like, People are probably like, yeah, what did she say? The past few ones that you've done. Oh, because I'm like, and bye, because I don't no, want to look awkward. I know, but it, it's, it cuts you off before that. Like, it almost cuts off maybe five seconds. Okay, like, if anybody can can resonate with me, Zoom, like when you end a Zoom call, you think you're clicking the end button, but then it just brings up another pop-up that says, are you sure this you want This is you, like, smiling, yeah, and like, your Bye. eyes are looking down. <laughs> panic, panic. They can still see me. <laughs> see you later. Yeah, so I'm like, hey, have a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, so is your audience awake at 2 in the morning? Probably not, I would have to say. So that would not be the time to post. Is your audience probably taking a lunch break somewhere? Hey, maybe – Noon is the time to post. Is your audience stuck in traffic? Five o'clock is not the time to post. On their phone. You shouldn't be texting and driving. <laughs> um, but think about your audience in the way those people are because everyone's audience is different. They're made up of different people. Unless we had the same exact audience on my Facebook page and your Facebook page, it's not always I'm this blanket answer. I'm going to give this one tip. This is, this is the most generic post you can possibly make, but it does buy so well. <laughs> yeah, that one's doing phenomenal. you go check back on it. Um, Say, hey, uh, something to the effect of, hey, where is everyone here originally from? I don't know why people love those posts. It's because America is made up of people who have come from different places, and that's what makes it great. And everyone loves to tell you. So we did it on, like, um, whenever we need to, like, resuscitate a page with, like, a quick, like, defibrillator, I grab that, the paddles of where are you guys from originally, and it just brings a page back to life. I think that page kind of averages around – 15 to 20 comments. Mm-hmm. That one's at 140. Yeah. It was like And great. people were like, no way. You're from this yeah, like corner this of the planet? planet? Yeah, I'm know. from there too. So if you want to know how to access those insights or whatever, we can't really talk about it. It's more of a showy thing. Heather takes everyone through it in the cookie college. I'm going to um, ask where everyone in the Facebook group is from. That post is going to explode. <laughs> you just posted Goodbye, find my stuff. <laughs> I think they're going to be like, Heather, I love Why don't it. you actually post it on the Sugar Cookie Marketing Facebook page and see how it no, does? Wait, we don't because even do listen, good on that listen, page. Listen, listen. That, that's the truest. What is it when you do science stuff? Test? The truest test. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to let down. <laughs> Okay, how do we even post here Facebook enough? Page. Do as do. we say, not as we do. It'll do fine. Resuscitate our own page, okay. you little boob. 
So, where's everyone from? And now people are going to answer this. And then they're going to listen to the podcast. And they're going to be like, oh, I was hoodwinked. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm on the wow. <laughs> if you want to know how to access those insights and to have, like, strategy behind the post and whatnot, we do course, take right, so. you step a step through the cookie cut. I'm taking the cookie college is my baby child. I have, we okay we. <laughs> I'm right here, but a I lot am right of here. <laughs> All right, so we're heading over to the business of baking because the clock is ticking. And my goodness, we picked up the business. The clock of is ticking. The kid needs a picking. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> these jokes are solid this week. <laughs> the business of baking. We are actually going to choose the podcast giveaway winners. There was a podcast giveaway last year that you forgot to choose. <laughs> Let me read the first one. No, 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 no. no. I got to explain what they're winning because okay. you asked me to do that. In photography, people. <laughs> <laughs> if you see my house, it's a, it's a total mess. There's no whitewashed anything. It's chaos. I just have like people and pets literally everywhere. But with a nice backer, a.k.a. backdrop – you can create this facade. You can essentially remodel your kitchen in two tiny squares. <laughs> um, so I love buying these backers. I bought them for years and years and years. And they're my Let secret Let me give people like more of a like a one-on-one. If, they, if you're like, I have no idea what Corey's talking about, you're not alone. All of us are agreement. They're not a clue what she ever says. <laughs> but if Don't you see people who post up these really pretty photos and you think to yourself, oh, man, they have such a pretty kitchen. My kitchen's too dark. Um, I'd need to remodel it. Heads up. That's Heads not up. their kitchen. It's these backdrops that they buy. Um, and you can buy tons of different textures, colors, t- fake tile, fake yeah. wood. But it looks realistic in their photos. And little do you know that outside of that square that you're seeing is their actual kitchen. Yeah. So what these macros and backdrops do is they showcase product photography. They're used in, in jewelry. They're used in food. They're used in just about anything that is fairly small. Because these backers are usually 23 inches by 23 inches, which is fairly small. It's a big square. Um, great for things like cookies, bowls, cooks, bakes, anything like that. Um, so with this podcast giveaway that we hosted at the end of last year that I'm just now getting around to this year, um, we are giving away five different backers from Acor Backers. We're actually going to give the cash because I wanted everyone to be able to win. And Acor doesn't ship necessarily think overseas. Um, so if you don't have the opportunity to get an AE Corbacker one, which is food safe and we love them in the group, you can buy one that's local to you. Maybe How do you want people to redeem Don't tell them to email me. How would you think that they would have to do that? I think they email you. How would I give them that money? A PayPal. A PayPal. PayPal. I don't know. Or you said AE Corps has gift certificates. Yeah, but if they're overseas, they can't get well, it. Well, okay. If the one person's out of town. Okay, Okay, guys, we'll discuss. Comment on my post on the sugar <laughs> cookie page. Okay, but I'm going to – Heather can read the first one. I'll take the second. Okay. So, Becky? Bergley. Bergley. You have won yourself an AECOR backer. Uh, she writes, what haven't I learned on the podcast? Oh uh, lighting God. and good background can make all the difference you need for a good picture. Prop fridges matter. Know your worth. The twin's birthday is two days before mine, so I'm pretty much re- the real third twin. I'm sorry, Greg. But honestly, the most important thing I've learned from the podcast and this group is that there are so many kind, generous, uplifting, empowering, supportive, motivating, loving, and real people out there that are always ready and willing to help elevate others on so many different levels. I love reading the wins, and I especially love reading the comments because we all need encouragement, and sometimes this is where I get mine. This group has restored a little bit of my faith in humanity, and I am thankful for you all. 
Okay, Becky, so she should email you. Email me, Becky. Let's determine where you live. Okay. And then just email me, Corey, sugarcookiemarketing.com, and I'll get to you when I get to you. <laughs> Without the at symbol in your little at. Okay, next one is a Becca. So we got a Becky and a Becca. A Becca Haney? Hanny? Yeah. Okay. An A? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which one? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce anything. (laughs) You said virility and virality. (laughs) If you haven't listened to the Baking Down podcast, you are missing out. I haven't even listened to half of the episodes yet. I've been working my way backward, and I have already learned the following wealth of info. Number one, past lives means group lives that have happened already, (laughs) not what Corey and Heather were before reincarnation. Next, the twins have large feet. She ain't lying. This one, you know who Becca is, though? What? I know you don't. You can't associate her name with who she is, but she's Greg Urkel. She's Greg's wife? No. She's the one who came up with oh Greg Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Fuck out. Uh, Corey's cat does not like the podcast. Amen. Heather owns multiple pair of knockoff or maybe legit Ray-Bans. Corey loves baked and baked meringue powder and ha- was a little bummed she shared it with everyone because it got sold out. Heather is Heather's favorite twin. Yeah. Corey never checks the mailbag. No, I don't. <laughs> the mailbag address is really hard to understand when they say it on the podcast. I feel like Becca knows us better than we know ourselves. I know. <laughs> it's easier to search it in the group. <laughs> the twins' voices are opposite of what I would have guessed if they were trying to pick out Who's who was whose. Who's. Heather oh, they likes think you're annoying. <laughs> you're an annoying high pitch <laughs> Just wait till you hear the elephant. Corey said she was going to give away an AE core backer to every person that entered the podcast giveaway. This may or may not be true, but she said it in the last podcast. Want to learn more for yourself? Check it out here. And then links to the podcast, which you can find at there's a podcast.com. Thank you, Becca. That was a great one. Also, Greg Ericle. If you don't know what Greg Ericle is, type that out, sound it out. Sounds spelled like it sounds, and then be horrified. Prepare it yourself. <laughs> Okay, right, you next. Jessica hmm. Botia Rojas. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she said, hello, everyone. Are you listening to the Twins podcast? If you have, great. If you haven't, what are you looking for? The podcast name is Baking Down with Sugar Cookie Marketing. I've been listening to the podcast since they started it while driving my car, but now, thanks to my hubby, I can listen while I'm decorating my cookies. I have learned so much from the Twins, but the podcast goes in more detail with golden information for free. My top 2021 takeaways from the podcast are, it's totally okay if someone isn't your ideal client. This one was hard to swallow. There was always a part of me that felt scared that clients will no longer order from me if I increased my prices. Well, I've increased my prices twice in 2021. And yes, I have clients not ordering for me, but I've gained a good quantity of ideal clients that are more than willing to pay for my cookies. I recommend binge listening, starting with episode one. I've learned tons from the podcast. I seriously can't possibly tell you all everything I've learned. And then she links to the podcast and says, uh, thanks, Corey, but Heather is my favorite. Um, last part, it says thanks, Corey and Heather. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jessica. Then we have my man, Mike. Almost didn't even let him into the group because I thought it was a fake profile. <laughs> Mike. Mike is a member of the Cookie College. Mike He's a joined the Cookie of- College the day he bought the year up front, and the man has never stopped. I. It's not that he's he, – the man dives in head first. <laughs> And it makes it work. It's it's quite insane. If you have seen Mike, you might want to turn notifications He's on for making, him. Uh, Mike's making Max this week. <laughs> it was his goal. <laughs> Good. I, I hope he succeeds. Uh, but Mike said, 
Um, and it's Mike Skyring. I hope I say that right. And I even think that's a fake last name, and I don't know <laughs> because I almost didn't want him because of it. <laughs> For those that do not know, there is, in fact, a podcast. If you thought about doing a giveaway on your page, tune into episode 38. Biggest takeaway? Keep the giveaway simple. Don't make a person jump through 45 hoops to win some cookies. I think the best idea that was shared was about tagging a person and then, well, just tune in to hear it. It's a great idea. Have you heard about the podcast? Yes. There's a podcast. He left us on a hook. I know. I didn't want to go out. We probably got it. In your defense, Mike did change his Facebook name. This is his actual name. When he first joined, it was Mike Sky. That's why. Yeah. (laughs) That's why. And it was like, I think he had like big, giant snowboarding goggles on and it was like uh, almost all you could see <laughs> and i said delete susan reed <laughs> getting creative okay last but not least it is amy toothman you've probably seen her name in the group she adds a ton of value she is everywhere constantly learning and giving she said hi i'm amy I have always been a baker. My story has a lot of twists and turns, as yours does as well, I'm sure. Those twists and turns have brought us here to this amazing group, this group that is more like a movement. We're here to learn. We're here to help when we can. Corey and Heather have given us so much. This is kind of like a praise for us. That's why I chose it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Corey and Heather have given so much. And the podcast is just another example of their willingness to give others the tools to succeed. I look forward to the podcast every week. Do I answer the questions like they can hear me? Yes. Do I gain insight and ideas from literally every episode? Also, yes. Do I implement all of those strategies? Well, no. I try, but it doesn't always happen. But I will share with you the following ideas I have implemented. Get yourself a Google My Business profile. Little asterisk there. It's changing names to Google Business Profile. Google. Oh, Heather has a Google up in here. I love you, but not right now. That's why you get an Alexa, man. No. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, you are selling a luxury item, not a necessity. Package and charge accordingly. Right. You missed 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky by Michael Scott by Heather Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot your shot. There are literally so many gems of wisdom, but it's way more enjoyable to hear it from them. Go check it out yourself. Thanks, Amy. So, guys, uh, you guys can email Corey at sugarcookiemarketing.com uh, with your email address. That's what you need. Send me an email address. I have to get with um, the owners of AE Corebackers, but they're super, super nice and they're super easy to work with. So we'll give you the amount. Hopefully I can just send her the cashier and she can give you a gift Coupon card. Coupon That'd be good. Yeah. Okay. We'll Corey, figure it out. Corey will put that one I'll, I'll, I got you guys. I never leave you guys less than 25 days. Corey doesn't leave you like she lives her kid. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Speaking of that. Okay, the course. Okay, I can I brag on myself a bit? Bragging Is it the last like, if Amy didn't just brag on you. <laughs> Allow me to follow up Amy's great <laughs> With more <course>. brag. <laughs> I spent all yesterday, so I don't think people understand. They it don't. takes 10 hours Girl, to they record do, these classes. They do not understand. From building out the content that the course, this a specific class needs to cover, to storyboarding it, writing it out, and then building a PowerPoint and the screen share, and then uploading that and making sure all the information is organized and accessible, it takes around 8 to 10 hours per class. So granted, it's not that long. The class is not that long. It's just the, the amount of prep and work that goes into it. So yeah. yesterday... We did, uh, this was requested by Cookie College members, was how to use Eventbrite to set up ticketing for in-person and virtual cookie cupcake cake classes. Um, Corey and I have been using Eventbrite for the better part. Well, I've been actually using it for over a decade. For any company I've worked with, it's that easy. It's that useful. Um, but I break down pricing because it is, it has right. the actually. It's, it's not the only option to get I give you tickets. options. 
Yeah, so Heather tells you the options. Then she tells you why we choose Eventbrite, what's the fees behind it, plus and minuses, how to navigate it. And then we set up an account. We set up an organizer profile. We optimize both. Uh, we create everything. At the end of that class, you have a functioning class that is connected to a Facebook that people can purchase a ticket from and buy an additional class kit to take home. All right. So what is the Cookie College? Great question. Should have loaded in with that one. Um, it's actually where I had 49 courses, if I read that correctly. Mm-hmm. 49 courses um, that will grow your business if you sign up and take the courses. We also have a private group. Those two powers combined will grow your business, even if you only apply one and you leave the other sitting, but you paid for both. Um, the group is more marketing related. And you're like, but isn't that what cookie marketing is? Yeah, but it's super deep dive into marketing. So we're talking about domain forwarding. We're talking about those, how to clean up your inbox. It is 500 business owners that are literally driven by business. I was going to say, when was the last time? I'm asking this theoretically to you all. When was the last time your inbox had zero emails in it? Because I can tell you a bunch of people in the cookie college are at inbox zero now. And I am loud and proud. They are like, oh, my goodness, my like, second life has yeah, started. What, they're like, well, how does that help your business? It helps because it's streamlining everything. They're not searching for things from clients that booked six months ago. And they're like, oh, my goodness, where's that email? Mm -hmm. What was their name? I cannot remember. Um, it's streamlining your life and your business so that you're more efficient and more effective. And that's what the goal of the cookie college is. Is it for everybody? No. Is it for you? Yes. It is for everyone. They're all buying my stuff i wrote it in the group <laughs> no i have to okay so okay so um instead of just hard selling you like corny nuns i have a facebook live this thursday i'm gonna walk you through using facebook's free planner app it's kind of new really like it you can um use it to schedule stories you can use it to schedule posts and i think ads which we're not going to cover the ads but um, the Cookie College has an ads course. I finished that one last week. Yes, you did. That said, I'm going to teach it in a way that I teach the classes in the Cookie College. However, I am doing this one live. So for the first 30 minutes, we'll go through Facebook's Planner app. I'll show you how to schedule stories. I'll show you some cool features about it. And then after that, I'm going to walk you through a little bit more of a Q&A about the Cookie College if it's something you were thinking about. Mm -hmm. So that'll be on Thursday, January 27th at 6 p.m. Eastern. There is a Facebook event in the group because I just threw it up two seconds ago. I saw that. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> All right. So that takes us over to the voicemails. Okay. The first voicemail is actually an email from Jasmine, and she sent it this morning. Amy Russell, I know you're very worried about your email. It is next. <laughs> okay. So, Jasmine, you want me to read this? Yeah, go ahead. I feel like you're looking at me. My name is Jasmine. I run a home bakery called Black Fi Bakery. In Nova Scotia. I've always wanted to go there. I'm still catching up on the podcast, so please disregard my question if it's already been answered and addressed. A bit of my background, I've been decorating cookies for three years now, and I live in a very rural area. Area. <laughs> I'm not looking to make cookies my full-time job. It's more of a side hustle for me, so I can have a bit of fun money. I started getting bigger following and more custom orders in the last year. I was taking on a lot of orders because I was on maternity leave. We get 12 months here in Canada and had a bit of extra time to do them. Now that I'm back to work full-time and looking for three small kids on my days off, I've scaled back my custom order capacity quite a bit. I have told my customers this, and I am still getting a ton of requests for custom orders. A lot of my clients are repeat customers who just 
who just give me their event date to book me and we iron out the details closer to the day, which works for me and for them. Currently, I'm fully booked until June and I'm not sure if that's a bad thing or a good thing. In the past, I have still gotten requests for cookies even though I've posted that I'm booked. I just raised my prices a couple months ago and I feel like my price is fair. My question is, how far in advance should I be booking custom orders? Is it a good thing to be booked so far ahead or does it put people off when they message me for an event a month in advance and I'm already booked? My favorite twins are the are my own twins. (laughs) Crap. My favorite twins are my own twin girls who just turned one. We call them our miracle twins because they are born extremely premature and survived before I even stumbled upon the Facebook group. Sorry, Corey and Heather. They get to take that one. We have extra miracle twins out there. That's a fantastic question. And it is relative. It is relative. Is it a little bit of a turnoff if you say to some, if I try to schedule like a custom order and you're booked out four months? But here's the thing. You can't take the order anyways. You couldn't take the order. So you'll have a give and take. You'll have people getting frustrated and finding another baker because they have to. But right? you that, – That's fine. That, that's fine because – If you don't want to – so what happens typically? If you – at this point in most businesses, somebody would have to say, well, I've got to expand. I've got to hire yes. help. I've got to open brick and mortar, but she doesn't want to. Yeah. So, so – I think you're in an absolutely fine place. If you're charging appropriately, you're happy with your prices, you think it's fair to you and the consumer, and you're booked out, then just keep the hype going and allow people to book out in advance. Yeah. So when people are uh, commenting on you or you're making posts, say, hey, you know, been a super successful year. I can only take limited orders as I work full time. So if you have an event that you know that's coming up in the next four to six months, let's talk about it now and try to get that um, that longevity of the sale in. Unfortunately, a lot of people are last minute, you know, especially if, you know, they're having a wedding or an engagement set because you can't plan sometimes that far ahead. But that's okay because you're working around your schedule. You're busy. You got to take care of the three little ones. Um, So it's okay to be able to turn those things away because that's where your business is. But that's where you want your business to be. Uh, you'll still, people will still come back to you, even if they have to find another baker for the interim. Will you lose a few? Absolutely. But you can only take on so much work that you can take on. You physically have so 24 hours in the day that you have to make work. So it's, what I think I'm proud of uh, Jasmine for is saying my goal is to not do this full time. She, she knows. knows exactly what she wants. Yeah. Um, and when you can make that decision, this will not be full time. Then you can create a strategy behind not full time work. Yeah. Um, for those of us who like maybe have really soft goals or we just don't really know where we're headed, we're going to let it swoop us. Then you feel, ah, I'm not sure. What do I'm we turning do? people away? Those opportunities. Should I raise my prices? Should I lower my prices? Jasmine's like, hey, I'm happy with my prices. I don't want to do this full time. Is it okay? Hey, and it is okay. It's One, okay. It's your guys' businesses. Everything is okay. Um, but if you're asking for my perspective, I like it. I would keep that hype going. I would say, you guys, you'll never guess. I have an opening this weekend. If you want to squeeze in, please do. Yeah, like I had a cancellation. So if you were trying to get on the books, right now is the time to get on the books. Okay, Amy Russell. She says, on episode 42, season two of the podcast, you briefly mentioned reaching out to customers who bought from you in your Christmas pre-sale from the prior year. Can you elaborate more on how you do that? What does the email look like? Whoever reads this is my favorite one. No, 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 no. Whoever reads this is my favorite one. <laughs> uh, so we take payment online. Or, you know, we have a order form, form online. Order form online. So we have a list of first name, last name, and email. 
and phone number because I like text message campaigns to remind people about pickups and stuff. Um, you can create these lists and you can store them in Google Drive so that they're there when you want to create ads or when you want to swing back around to people. Hey, I know you ordered from me last year. Mm-hmm. Um, can you do? Are you interested in ordering from me this year? So what would that email look like to you, Corey? If you wanted to reach this out to somebody um, a year later, ideally you wouldn't be waiting for an entire year. Which is why we say kind of start these email lists and maybe like once a month. Hey, guys, here's what to expect. Here's something. Here's something new. But not all of us are that organized, myself included. So you might reach back around in a holiday when somebody was interested in it last year. We have a lot of people, when we don't offer the DIY kits the following year, people are like, where are those? Yeah. I don't like to buy them from you. I had to um, tell my husband to pick a bird. <laughs> this poor kid. Uh, so, Amy, what I would recommend is uh, I was talking to Amy yesterday in the group about merge tags. It's the way that I can put somebody's first name into um, – it's, it's called mail merge. Uh, Outlook used to do them. I used to do them in Microsoft Word when I was in high school. But I can say, hey, merge tag first name. Hey, Amy, are you interested in DIY kits this year? Question mark. And then I would say a little bit more personal message. Hey, Amy, I know you reached out to me last year about a Christmas DIY kit. I'm shopping around the idea of offering them again this year. If you're interested, I can put your name down. If I get enough people interested, I'll definitely make them. Can I Can I put you down for how many? Mm-hmm. That's or, how and, I, I mean, like, you know, uh, Santa's here with your DIY kit. Something funny that's going to catch their eye, especially if you haven't been in their email now, for a while. Here's what I would do. One, be careful. There's a cookie college class on email marketing. Um, you can't just go willy-nilly sending a bunch of emails to your – Don't be and don't be nilly. You cannot willy and you cannot nilly. Um, but if you had maybe like, I don't know, let's say 20 DIY kit orders last Christmas, I'd probably send that as a personal email directly to the person um, rather than using a newsletter. Smart so it doesn't end up in there. But it also looks like, hey, Corey, hey, Corey, you – you i know you bought from me last year are you interested in it this year and now it's a more personal question yeah. versus a newsletter which are pretty easy to so you're saying with. do a specific like handwritten email well i can cut corners and use merge tags as well but i am saying but then you could be like how's the kids that would be amazing yes. if you could keep that like more customized man if you if and you'd have to just be like you'd, be you'd have to have it. what if you a put crm yeah CRM pro. Do we have that in the college? We have. We use one on the college people. No. Should we talk about do a course on it in the college? Yeah. There's okay. A CRM, options. which is customer relationship relationship management, um, is software that keeps track of your customers. You know, Heather is just a random person to me, but if I'm Heather, uh, how is Felicia doing? That's her That's snake's name. name. Um, Heather's going to be more apt to read an email that's specific to her. But how am I going to remember everyone's snake's name, you know, when there's so many people with all these snakes around? (laughs) So if I had this customer relationship software, I can put in Heather. I can put in Heather's birthday. Uh, Guess what? If Heather got an email from me around her birthday month, I'm going to stand out to Heather in a more positive way. Um, If I put the name of her cats, if I put the name of her snakes in there, um, things that are interesting to her, things that she's bought into the past. So if Heather had a kid and the kid turned one, guess what? Next year, I know they bought cookies for the kid's first birthday. Odds are they might want to buy cookies for the kid's second birthday. So I can stay and keep those tabs on Heather without taking up a lot of brain space because it's all in this software. It's organized and I can just reference it when I my want to make sense. My best and worst feature is my lack of good memory. Um, Heather has because, a horrendous memory. Yeah. Who are you? 
<laughs> that one's free. Then I can remember that one. So because I understand that I won't be able to remember anything, I don't try to. I let software and digital reminders and tasks and CRM programs do a lot of the remembering for me, which makes me sound lazy. Uh, that's because I am. But second, I don't have to keep up with it. It's always there. One, I can access it from the cloud. So you see somebody in that PTA line? What do you call it when you pick up your kid? Pick up, pick we don't know because you haven't picked up yours. <laughs> <laughs> that line core is not in. Um, you can say, let me pull up my CRM. Oh, yeah, she has three kids. One just went off to school. I remember because she posted it on Facebook. Hey, how's Steven? How's he doing in his first year? Yeah, and those graduation cookies, you know, that's big. Okay, voicemail number three because I do have to go get my okay. child. Hey, twins. Thank you so much for doing this podcast. It's I a bridge. This was a lot longer, so I did shorten it. Do you want to take it over? Yeah, sure. It says, uh, just this is a brief synopsis. She has two businesses, but she says, I'm getting burnt out with ideas on photos of the same things week after week. What can I do to keep people excited? I don't have a favorite trend because, and then I got cut it off. It's probably because Heather is, and I don't want to offend Corey. <laughs> That's a fantastic question. And this goes back to content buckets. Um, it's a lot hard. It, it's a lot hard. <laughs> it's very hard to keep. It's a lot, it's a lot hard out there. I am trying to check my... I have cameras, and I can see when my husband is. Oh, my goodness. I, no, keep talking. I'm just going to see where the man is. Okay, so I'm going to say that what Corey's saying is these content buckets. It helps so you don't – you're not constantly saying, buy from me, buy from me. Okay, if anybody wants to see – and I know people are going to feel hoodwinked, but I also was curious where you're all from. But that post is doing oddly well. Which one? The where are you from? On the page. Yeah. So look, instead of saying, hey, buy my stuff like I did in the group, which is also doing oddly well, um, on the page, I'm no longer talking about what we're offering, but rather I'm talking about the people there. So what if your content was about your area? So if you're selling, let's say she has a brick and mortar bakery, tell me a great steak restaurant, go to it, take a picture of it and tell me I loved this meal. Here's the owner. Here's their backstory. Um, Um, And you're showcasing your community, which is awesome. You might not be able to ask, where's everyone from every single week? But like, I made a post today. Where are you from? I made a post today like, hey, Girl Scout are selling cookies soon. Tag your favorite Girl Scout page and parent. And let's see if we can't give some business right to the people into this area. Another thing is jump on trends. Even if that is bakery right now, whatever that Wordle thing is that you guys keep posting. funny bakery stuff. Bakery stuff is funny. Those puns. Um, are great memes. I hate to say it, low-hanging fruit. If Joe casing the baker, the baker behind the business. Great. Okay. Um, give me a free recipe. Give me your grandma's drop cookie uh, recipe that you don't care about. Guess what cool. I'm doing tomorrow. Corey's giving, I know, she got to smell upstairs. So it's just kind of keeping those content buckets. So if you said, hey, here's my biggest bucket, it's on sales. It's mm-hmm. on the product I'm offering. But here's a bucket on local community events. Reviews. Uh, yeah, featuring reviews. Um, let's say we're doing uh, freebies. People love free stuff. And then we're just doing community involvement. Where are you guys from? Where, 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 yeah. Uh, on that one page that is more community-based, we ask people like, hey, if I only could go to one steak restaurant for the rest of my life, which one do you recommend? People and love to, to have an opinion. opinion. And when they give your opinions, that's the time to acknowledge their opinion. Be like, oh, what's your favorite thing to order there? Oh, is that an engaging question? Oh, is it a conversation, girl? If I could only – which is your favorite side? Because I'm thinking uh, the uh, grilled Brussels sprouts. Um, on a, if you're sleeping on grilled Brussels sprouts, this is an aside. Yeah, with wake up that, because they're delicious. Sauce that they're putting on there, like a vinaigrette almost. I think balsamic, right? Mm. Ah. Mm. So good. All right. Phone number, if you would like to call or text in, is 571-556-5644. If you're over the pond and want to send an email, it's hello at sugarcookiemarketing.com. Send us a text, 571-556-5644. If that number sounds familiar, it's because it's the same.
Also, because it's mostly fives and sixes. But so forth. <laughs> okay, group stuff. We had three lives last week. Bake along Italian macarons with Catherine okay. Gaines. I saw some people making some macarons from Catherine's thing, and they said the tops were so sturdy. So if you have troublesome tops... There's a lot of words there that not all of us know <laughs> to tune on it. Uh, but yeah, she gives you everything you'll need. And then she does uh, the, a Facebook Live that t- walks you through it. So that has been already done, but you can go rewatch it. Making cookie decorating videos with Leanne Bailey. I know a lot of you guys yeah. asked about that. She offered that up. And then Food Safety 101 with the North Carolina State University's Safe Plates program. That's Rose's daughter, which is ironic. The world is so small. Those are all already done. You can go and watch them. Upcoming events using JotForm for pricing and calculation with Nicole. That's tomorrow. Um, she's a huge fan of JotForm, and she says it has changed her life, and she's here to help you change yours. Learning more about the Square family of apps with Liz. That's on Thursday. A lot of you guys have a ton of questions about Square, um, and Liz is here to answer them. Mm-hmm. Bless your soul. And then watercolor paintings with Erica. It's on Friday at 1. Okay, she posted hey, this cookie. I suck at watercolor. Did you see what she posted? I have not. It would blow your mind. It looks like her face, but it's a cookie. I suck. It was really good. Yeah. Anyways, if you go to, if you want to see what I'm talking about, First go to the to event. get better at decorating, and then I can dive into that. <laughs> okay, we don't have any group challenges or upcoming events. I but think- for the cookie college, I'm just saying I'm doing a photography one, so. Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have any twin interest? Yes. Picking up your kid? Okay. <laughs> It's good to pick them up on that. <laughs> okay, my Twinterest, no one ever told me this, but if you go into Michael's, they have the baking section, and they had these cute, colorful chocolate chips. So I said, hey, I'm going to make these chocolate chips cookies that my grandmother has made literally for 75-plus years um, since she could walk. She has made this recipe. So I was okay. like, I'll just sub out the normal chocolate chips for these colorful, cute chocolate chips that would be great for Valentine's Day. I made this recipe. It's not hard, guys. This recipe is pretty, pretty basic. Um, but the cookies came out um, as flat as the earth. Yeah. Um, Are they you're flat earther? It's flat earth. I know. <laughs> uh, no. What? It's flat as the earth? Flat the as earth the earth. The ground is flat okay, well, on the earth. Before you guys get into any flat earth conspiracy <laughs> theories, that is Corey talking. No, Mary. Okay, so these cookies were so flat. And they were like all the <laughs> like the earth. And they were all in their own little <laughs> bottle of oil. <laughs> my oh. husband's like, wow, maybe we should stick to sugar cookies. <laughs> so I want to say that like, her husband, though, Corey threw him away. And her husband went to the trash can and ate them <laughs> in the middle of the night. Because it was good, but they was flat. <laughs> so what I learned is my, I, I brought all this stuff to my grandmother's house today. And I said, can you please help me to bake? Because apparently I have no idea what I'm doing in the kitchen. And I just ruined things. And she's like, okay. So she looked up. The what was made in each chocolate chips, and there's so much oil in the cute chocolate chips. Uh, so, so what you did is made them without chocolate chips, and then stuffed them in there. Right. But you added like chocolate chunks. I saw. Yeah, we have like the normal chocolate chips because she said if it doesn't work, at least we want something uh, fun uh, to uh, eat. Uh, yeah, nobody wants a blank. <laughs> so I didn't know that those, and it's I think it was fairy tale uh, chocolate chips or fairy something from Michaels. Has a lot of oil, so when you baked them in there, plus I threw the whole bag because I was like, "Oh, who doesn't like?" A I'm lot sure. Of ask Nate if he liked them. Love in the them. trash can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, them out of the trash can. <laughs> okay, for my twin terrace, like I said, Kim Fink heard the podcast last you week. You can't do this twice. Yeah, I can. It's I bought stealing. it. He bought it. He bought it. It just came in. It's the Stradia Skin Liquid Gold, a lightweight. Take a picture skin of it on your face tonight. Strengthening moisturizer. People are gonna be like, "Why are you?" It's yellow? just moisturizer, or it's, does it blend so, in? It, they did say if you're extremely pale like myself, it might have a yellow cast so to it. So would it blend in or are you going to have a yellow cast all day? 
I had to edit out a part of the podcast. Corey said, yeah, said I something don't think mom would be happy with mom that. Didn't listen to the podcast. But I always like to run everything I say. Like, would my mom be happy? No. <laughs> Anyways, this liquid gold is a moisture barrier moisturizer. So I saw on TikTok, and I got to say, it's really helped my skin, which I've always had a problem with. They said this lady Your said- Your skin is perfect. That's because so of this. It's because no, of because what? of this glazed donut theory. She I said, glaze my face every night, and I wake up with this everywhere. I have a zit on the side of my nostril. I have a zit right here, and I'm really sure why. I talked about it in the class yesterday. <laughs> um, what is it, like, spend too much money on your skin? Was it too moisturizing? You're too relaxed? Anyways, uh, this lady on TikTok said, if you go to bed and you look like a glazed donut, like your skin has got so like enough product That's, on it that you can see like when, a when shine. When the bed is sticking to my face, I'm doing my, good. When my pillowcase comes up with me when I wake up. Right. I think that's what she said. So anyways, I've been trying that for over a year now. And I got to say, I wake up with fewer pimples, fewer old pimples, fewer new pimples than old pimples. I don't even like the word pimple. I don't want, What do you want to say, man? It's a fight that we fight every day. <laughs> Stadia Liquid Gold, though. I got it in the mail today. I will be using it How tonight. How much is it? Uh, I subscribed. How much? 46 for this huge bottle. So it is four ounces. <laughs> four whopping ounces. Wait, look how big this bottle right. is. Yeah, okay. I'm Kim Fink, go beat up Corey. She's making fun of our product. All right, we're heading over to the sponsors. Say something about Eddie. Okay, Eddie, Eduardo. You made a cute I Eddie did. set. I actually had a corporate set that I had to – I honestly thought it was only 25 cookies. And I was like, no, no girl, I think it was 50. So I had to go and last week bake all last Tuesday. But they actually turned out super cute. Um, so that was fantastic because it didn't take me as much time, but the cookies looked so cute. It looked like I took all the time in the world. So what was your theme? High five to Eddie. It was logos. Then this, oh, logos, this week – we made something super cute. So um, Jennifer from Eddie was like, hey, do you have something cute that I could use um, that's Eddie printed? So I said, Heather, let's do the notebook on a heart. So we did the notebook on a heart. And what did you have it? What, did you, what was the graphic that it said on there? Why write love notes when you can print them? Yeah, front, love Eddie. <laughs> so it's super cute. So Eddie is this edible printer. It is FDA food approved. And if I can figure out how to do it, you can figure out how to use it too. Um it is great for corporate orders. It is great to replace your airbrush um, because you don't have to buy a million stencils. You don't have to buy a million colors. You don't have to buy a million airbrushes. If you know me, I hate airbrushing because airbrushing hates me. Um, so I can add those cute little details. It can really make a set pop for people who are like, but I think it takes away the the custom piping of custom cookies. No, it can be in addition to it. So um, Christina, she's actually local to us. She actually borrowed the Eddie one day Don't for an order. Buy one. And then she went out and bought one, but she just did a set. It was so cute. So it was dinosaurs. So she had her dinos piped just like you would do royal icing piping. And then in her plaque cookie, she had these jungle leaves mm. done by Eddie, but then she piped over it. When you combine the, piping yeah, and printing, you wouldn't even, it looks like airbrushing. You wouldn't even know. It looks like But it takes two seconds to do. Okay. Um, I'm, a little aside, I went through, so now there's four groups, right? So there's the cookie Just college, sugar cookie marketing, the baking with sugar cookie marketing, and the cookie sugar cookie boogies. Um, bless the admins that help moderate those. But I looked at the post made each week in the group. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's my Facebook. Oh, my fa oh. That's posting really well. <laughs> okay. So the activity in the sugar cookie bookies gets 50 posts in a month. The cookie college gets 1,000 posts in a month. The cookie the college? Yeah. No. Gosh darn. The sugar cookie marketing group obviously has 30,000 members. It gets 2,700 posts in a month. And uh, what's this one? The baking with one gets uh, 1,500 posts a month. 
post. That's so much content you guys are giving each other. So join all the groups. <laughs> I'm deleting about half the posts. Um, the next gonna... is a bakety bake. I'm actually going to type that in just to make sure. While she types, I talk. Bakety bake has a meringue powder called Royal Batch. We finally figured it out. Yeah. Um, Courtney Post sells it. Apparently, people really like it. And if you love a genie's dream, I think she stopped production maybe a little bit last month. So if you can't find it and you want to try something new, um, they're in stock. <laughs> they're in stock for the one, one pound, pound and the five pound. Okay, cool. But the discount code is TWINS, all caps, at checkout. You save 10%. And I think if you do the five pound, it's free shipping. Yeah, but it also said it for one pound. I don't know. It's free shipping to my house. I think she has my name. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. So if you want to try it out, I have honestly really, really, really loved it. It's, you know. Do you have any Wiltons? Do you use Wilton stuff? No. Do you use Genies? I still have Genies. Do you, and use Bake It Bake. Is there any other ones? There's got to be there's more. A, there's a million. Oh. Yeah, there's I so never many. hear anybody talking about any but those three. Those are just the most popular ones. Yeah. Wilton's is popular because you can get it at Walmart. You can get it on it. You can get it literally everywhere. It's a little harder to work with. Some people love Wilton's, but to me, it was just a tinge bit harder because it crusted over so fast. Jeannie's oh, okay. Dream, probably the number one seller out there. Um, she's, I mean, she was been a, around for a she while. She was in the Vendy Blendy. She was in the Vendy Blendy. I felt like we had like fame there. Yeah. But uh, Bakety Bakes has. She's kind of new it. to market. She's new to market. She's actually a cookier, but. Her recipe has in it white already. So if you've ever mixed up a batch of meringue powder, you know that it is a little off-white. If a, I could say like a cream color and you have to add white to it. This already has white food coloring in it, so you do not have to add that part. It also has corn syrup in it. If you're new to baking, corn syrup actually gives your royal icing a soft bite. So if you're doing things like florals, which have a lot of icing and you don't want to break your customer's teeth – you add corn syrup and it softens the bite. So this saves you on those ingredients cost. Very nice. That post about where you're from on the sugar cookie yeah. marketing page. Take that. How yeah. many comments do you think? I don't know, 10? 88. <laughs> you were directed to page. <laughs> we haven't posted that for like a month. Ever no. since I got I'm kicked gonna off teach, the I'm going to say do as I say, not as I do. Okay, Cast Iron is a website option for you guys. If your 2022 goals was to have a website where people can place a custom order you can decide whether you want to offer delivery or not and charge appropriately um, and have a place where people can peruse your menu. Cast Iron is a great option for you. Castiron.me is the website. Emily Brungard, if you want to at her in the um, any group, she can answer your questions. Can I and say then something they, the cool they did this past oh, week? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell them that. Okay, this last week. The folks over at Cast Iron said, hey, Corey, would you collab with us and create some DIY kit? I'm an influencer, man. Create some DIY kit photos staged how you like to stage that we could give away to the people who have cast iron sites. Absolutely free. Honestly, if you don't even have a cast iron site, they were still giving it away for free. I even tested it yesterday. Um, But they give you the copy. They give you where I sourced the cutters, where I got the sprinkles from, where I got the sprinkle packets from. You get the photos. You don't even have to turn on the oven. So you get the photos, you can use that for pre-sale. So if you want to, this is what we do in the college all the time is I create this content for people, but she was genius, said, hey, can we give this to the people of Sugar Cookie Marketing and Cast Iron? So you get everything you need to sell DIY kits So for it's almost Day. like a pre-sale on DIY kits, but you don't have to do any work. Yeah. Yeah, man. And then you can say who wants to buy it, sell them, and then if you sell enough, get to get to biking. Get to biking. Okay, that's really cool. Okay, Corey needs to go pick up a child. Pick up my child. Okay. Unlike the mailbag, which she doesn't seem to go pick up. I did pick it up last Corey, week. Corey child and the mailbag are we both. We got a stranded. lot of bills. We got some random man's bill. So I have to oh, take it. Did you give it back, back to him? Not yet. 
It's his taxes. He needs it. Yeah, I know he does. He's very late on that. He's very, <laughs> Heather very accidentally delayed. opened it up. Oh, it was like, do not open under penalty of law. And I ripped right <laughs> in the <laughs> She thought it was our penalty of law. Um, but the mailbag is 15,000 Potomac Town Place, Suite 245, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22191. Word of the day, wordle of the day is truncation. Corey, I am so sorry. I, I should have said that. You are I should have I, I was done with you this podcast. Me and Archer are done with you. You guys, bye. <laughs>